Okay, I want to talk about taking the bait from a narcissist and what that looks like. See, narcissists are very clever people. You know, they're, they're all about gaining control over another person. So in order to do that, they have to manipulate. And the goal is to, their aim is to get their own needs met. So narcissists seek to control, they manipulate, and they aim to get their own needs met. That, it's as simple as that. But in order to do that, they have to bait. Think of it as like a person who goes fishing. You can't catch anything without bait. Okay? So if you watch any person fish or go fishing, they have to put bait on their line before they cast out their line in order to catch a fish. But in this case, the narcissist is the fisherman and the fish would be you. And so what I want you to look for are the signs so that you know when someone is baiting you. The signs to look for when a narcissist is baiting you. Because this is called narcissistic abuse. You, know, you can visualize these people sitting on the bank you know, of a stream and fishing. And they try different tactics to catch their target, which is you. They may even have their favorite forms of bait, fishing lures they like to use. You know, they may try to reel you in, but the goal is to manipulate and control for their own selfish means and gains. That's the goal. So you have to pay attention to those, these types of people because they're dangerous. And if you're a very kind and sweet and giving person, you are the perfect target for the fishing narcissist because they are the exact person they are going to target. Okay, so in learning how to manage this, you have to figure out how to first recognize it. It can be really helpful in the first instance to learn to recognize any bait simply for what it is. It's an attempt to grab your attention and pull you in. That's what baiting is. Second step is, is as you learn to recognize the various bait, then work to resist the urge to bite. See, it's one thing if the narcissist is casting out the line and baiting you, 
but it's your choice. You have the power to decide if you want to bite. So we can group the two types of narcissistic bait under two categories. This is the narcissistic bait. The first group is fear and anxiety. I'll say that again. The first group is fear and anxiety. The second group is guilt and responsibility. Okay, regardless of what the specific bait is and however subtle, it will be used with the aim of trying to trigger one or more of the feelings that I just mentioned. Fear and anxiety, or, or it can be and as well, guilt and responsibility. That is because when we are anxious, scared, feeling guilty, or we are overly responsible, we are much easier to manipulate. So think about that. I'll say it again. When we are anxious, scared, feeling guilty, overly responsible, we are much easier to manipulate. That's a very, very powerful statement. So when you recognize the bait for what it can, for what it is, when you just recognize the bait for what it is, it's bait, you're being baited. It helps take the power out of its effect. So you can silently observe people and over time you will learn, oh, that's, that person's baiting me. Especially if you're single and you're dating, you have to be careful because you don't want to end up dating a narcissist. Trust me on this one. You don't want to date a narcissist because they will drain your bank account. They will drain everything, your life force, your money, all the things you own. They're like con men. So for recognizing the bait for what it is can help take the power out of its effect. And to be honest with you, the really good people are the ones that get baited the most because they are good people and they genuinely want to help others. It's the bad people that are the baiting narcissists. So just think about it like that. You're not the bad guy if you're getting suckered in and you're being narcissistically abused. You've been manipulated.
So here are some examples of baiting. Fear provoking and scaring. Scaremongering. These can include just fear and anxiety in you. A narcissist will attune to your fears and insecurities and anxieties. A classic narcissistic fishing technique of trying to pull others in. And they'll do it with a very vague snippet of information. And it's offered to trigger the other person's anxiety or intrigue. They may or may not elaborate any further, thus aiming to provoke more anxiety or intrigue. And what they've done, they got your interest. So again, they offer a little snippet of info. It can be very vague, but they're offering a little snippet of info. And it's triggering intrigue in you. They got your attention. That's that's number one. They got your attention. Second, false accusations. This type of bait is one that can trip people up. And this can like get you locked into a really bad toxic dynamic. False accusations. This is where a narcissist is looking for a reaction. And that the narcissist may not even believe the accusation. They are seeking, but with this bait, they are seeking to rely on our instinctive tendency to automatically defend ourselves, to deny, justify, or correct any wrong views others may have about us. A narcissist will believe whatever they want about us, regardless of what we say. But what they're doing is a false accusation. When a narcissist accuses you of doing something that you, you haven't even done anything wrong, but a narcissist will accuse you of doing something wrong. And it make, it throws you off your game. So you feel like you have to defend yourself. You have to deny, you have to justify. You, you, have, you have to spend a lot of energy with this. And you have not done anything wrong. And they do this. It, this is a type of baiting. Guilt tripping. Feelings of guilt can go hand in hand when feeling overly responsible. A lot of mothers do this one. They'll guilt trip their kids. It's awful. Guilt and fear are two things that cause a collapse in our boundaries. So pay attention to that. It's always good to have strong, healthy boundaries. So if a person is stirring up feelings of guilt or feelings of fear, they're trying to collapse your boundaries. And this is what narcissists, this is what narcissists do. You know, that when they try to guilt trip you, they're collapsing your boundaries. 
Victim. Another form of manipulative bait is to portray themselves as the poor me victim. With this, they're seeking your sympathy. And let me tell you, like, narcissists are exhaust. They're, they're just, they exhaust you. They drain your energy. They're always dramatic. And they're just exhausting people. But with, when they play the poor victim, poor me victim, they do this to elicit your sympathy and empathy and understanding, and they avoid taking any responsibility for themselves. They aim to reel others into a caretaking and fixing and rescuing position. That's what they're doing. So when a think about this for a minute this is a big one when a person becomes a victim they want others to reel into a caretaking fixing or rescuing position false hope this is the dangling of the carrot on a string I talked about the dangling carrot in another one of my podcasts it's also called breadcrumbing the false hope is the dangling of the carrot on a, on a string and they will dangle what they know is important to you or what you want in life and they will dangle that in front of you it can be anything it can be a trip it can be a car it can be you know, the idea that, you know, we're going to get married or a ring or a baby it can be anything, a puppy, a house, and they will just dangle it out there. It'll just be out there so far and you'll want it so badly and they'll just keep dangling it out there. It's the fantasy idea that is presented to you that they will provide you with it, but it's used as bait to make you stay or to control you in some way. So, okay, so how do we manage the bait? So those are just things to look for. Now I'll just go quickly go through the list. I mentioned the fear and anxiety, the guilt tripping and responsibility. So there's the fear provoking, there's the intrigue. You know, they provide you with a little snippet of information. The false accusations. The guilt tripping. The victim. The false hope. The dangling of the carrot. Okay, now how to manage the bait. Now that you know, you, may, you need to really understand these signs. What to look for. But then once you understand the signs, then you learn how to manage the bait okay so you're the fish let's just pretend like you're the fish we're just gonna use an analogy here or a metaphor you're the fish you have someone that is casting out their line and they're tossing the line at you they're baiting you what do you do first you got to learn how to recognize the bait what are the different types of bait that you can recognize with the narcissist in mind? Number one, 
what the first thing you need to do is maintain strong boundaries and then keep in your mind no the word no I'm not doing it nope 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 and think of like how this this bait makes you feel just let the feelings come up in you don't react just let the feelings come up powerful shift can occur when you start to recognize the bait for what it is. It's an attempt to reel you in, catch you, and manipulate you. That's what the bait is for. Just like a fish. Just like if you're in a pond and you're the fish and you're swimming around enjoying your day and all of a sudden boop you know a bait just a worm just dropped right in front of you and you're hungry but if you recognize the bait for what it is it's an attempt to reel you in catch and manipulate you you're not going to be so quick to take the bait You may even begin to predict the next bait tactic. How about that? That's a good one. You're going to be smarter than the narcissist. You're going to be one step ahead of the narcissist. Don't ever, don't take whatever the narcissist does or say personally. Try to leave them to it. Let them sit with it. Recognize bait as bait. And then, more importantly, notice how it leaves you feeling. Don't share it with that the narcissist. Just, you know, that's something that you should talk to, you know, your therapist with. Like, this is what's happening inside of me. This is how it makes it feel. And, and if you're comfortable, maybe, you, you know, if you're not in therapy, that's okay too. But just recognize how it makes you feel. Notice the urge within you as to how you may want or feel the need to react. Any kind of a reaction they elicit in you or others is a twisted way in which they feel better about themselves. So any reaction, I'll say that again, any reaction that they can elicit in others makes them feel better about themselves. That's how much, that's how low, how much low self-esteem these people have. They enjoy getting reactions out of other people. So... If you're reacting strongly to them, then you're basically handing your power over to them and control over to them. I'll say that again. If you react very strongly to these narcissists, you're handing over your power and control to them, which is not good. You need to be in control of yourself. Do not let other people control you. 
So, okay. You can learn to manage your own responses by becoming more mindfully aware of them. You don't need to show the narcissist your reaction. Also, stop taking the bait. Now you say no, or better yet, you just ignore the person. That's how you take your power back. You ignore them. All the time a narcissist continues to get a reaction from you, they will continue to do so. The moment you consistently manage yourself and take that away from them is the moment you alter the dynamic. You are regaining control. Interesting. You know, once people start seeing this, you can't unsee it. It's a very powerful dynamic that is happening. And we usually, you know, a person that unfortunately has encountered a narcissist has usually experienced one of their parents is a narcissist and that's why we gravitate to narcissists we grew up with one but the goal is to to learn who they are what they do how they work and then how to deal with them and then you move on you move away from them because they're very very destructive people they're not healthy people And they use people to get their needs met. So once you start understanding how the baiting works, you can be prepared. And once you regain control, you've taken your power back. The moment you manage yourself, you are taking control back and you no they can no longer manipulate you. That's the, that's the moment the dynamic is altered. It's very powerful. 